This is a Berean Family Devotional. For more information about Berean Baptist Church, visit bereanfamily.com. All right, we're in, uh, like I said, Joshua chapter 3, family devotion time. Uh, glad you guys were able to join us today. Uh, yesterday we did this a little bit different where we were, uh, um, <laughs> we, were we were not live because we, we filmed uh, by a river and uh, we had we, we had a lot of folks, a lot of you were interacting with the material in Joshua chapter two and I really uh, enjoyed reading your comments and thoughts about the chapter. So get kind of back to our, our what's become our regular at this point um, way of doing this, but uh, still like the interaction. So uh, as we're going, when we get done, whatever, um, feel free to to text or I'm sorry, message message comments, a question or something that you notice in the text. What we're going to be doing today is reading all of chapter three together, and then uh, just kind of just talking about what we see in the text. And this is kind of just the way we do things. So before we get started, I want to open us with a word of prayer. God, thank you for this day and the for your word for giving us instructions that. Uh, it's a light unto our feet. It shows us the path which which we which with which way we should walk. And uh, I just pray that your Spirit will be speaking um, in and through us today. But you'll be just speaking to us through your Word. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. So, if you ever get tripped up on your words when you're talking publicly, don't feel bad. I do this for a living and do that all the time. So, I'm going to start us off from the Kelly, and then Elijah will finish it up in the. Joshua chapter 3. Then Joshua rose early in the morning, and they set out for Shittim. And they came to the Jordan. He and all the people of Israel <laughs> stopped flapping boys and lost there before they passed over. <laughs> and now the boys are leaving the table. Just like that. I don't know if this kind of stuff happens at your house, but you know what? It happens here. At the end of three days, the officers went through the camp and commanded the people, as soon as you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, your God being carried, the, I'm sorry, Lord, your God being carried um, by the Levitical priests, then you shall set out from your place and follow it. Yet there shall be a distance between you and it, about 2,000 cubits in length, which is about 1,000 yards, if you're wondering. Do not come near it, in order that you may know the way you shall go, for you have not passed this way before. Then Joshua said to the people, Consecrate yourselves. For tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. And Joshua said to the priest, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and pass on before the people. So they took up the Ark of the Covenant and went before the people. The Lord said to Joshua, Today I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that as I was with you, Moses, so I will be with you. And as for you, command the uh, priest to bear the Ark of the Covenant. When you come to the brink of the waters of the Jordan, you shall stand still in the Jordan. And Joshua said to the people of Israel, Come here and listen to the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, Here is how you shall know that the living God is among you, and that he will without fail drive out, drive out from before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, the Perizzites, the Girgashites, the Amorites, and the Jebusites. Elijah, you want to start in verse 11? Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth passeth over before you into Jordan. Now therefore take you twelve men out of the tribes of Israel, out of every tribe man. And, and it shall come to pass as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests that bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of Jordan, that the waters of Jordan shall be cut off from the waters that 
come down from above, and they shall stand upon and heap. And it came to pass when the people removed from their tents to pass over Jordan and the priests bearing the ark of the covenant before the people. And as soon as those bearing the ark had come as far as the Jordan and the feet of the priests bearing the ark were dipped in the brink of the water, now the Jordan overflows all its banks throughout the time of the harvest. The waters coming down from above stood and rose up in a heap very far away at Adam, the city that is beside Zarathon, and, and those flowing down toward the Sea of Arabath, the Salt Sea, were completely cut off. And the people passed over opposite Jericho. Now the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firmly on dry ground in the midst of the Jordan. And all Israel was passing over on dry ground until all the nation finished, finished passing over the Jordan. All right, cool. So um, I'm going to ask my family and I'm going to ask all of you, church family, uh, to do this on comments. But what are some of the things, guys, that stood out to you in this chapter? Um, uh something that maybe just for whatever reason just stood out to you or something that you say, you know what, I think this is what that's saying. I'd love for you guys to interact uh, via um, Facebook here, but family, Kelly, anything on this chapter kind of stand out for you? Yeah. Verse four, verse four. Hold on, um, let me go back to it. I want to see it. It says, yet there shall be a distance between you and it about 2000 cubits in length. Do not come near it in order that you may know the way you shall go for you have not passed this way before. Um, this is like, Social, Social distancing, distancing <laughs> Bible style, I think. Um, I think probably for different reasons that the people had to stay clear of the Ark of the Covenant than catching coronavirus. But, <laughs> but yeah, some social distancing from the Ark of the Covenant. Yep, okay, absolutely. And then, um, <laughs> you know, where it says you have not passed this way before. Like we, nobody has been through this global pandemic thing before. So it just is very fitting right now to, you know, they have not passed through this land before they had not crossed over the Jordan. And now this kind of in our times, we have not ever walked this before. So we're all kind of having to learn and grow together. How about you, Facebook world, Brian family, anything stand out to you in this text uh, uh, that you found to be interesting or compelling for whatever reason? Krause family, anybody else? Yeah, what does it mean to consecrate yourself? yourself. (laughs) What does it mean to consecrate yourself, says young Isaiah. Um, Basically, this is like taking through like the, the, like, um, uh, there were steps that you had to take to to make yourselves kind of more holy so you could be um, in the presence of the Lord. And and the way we consecrate ourselves in the New Testament time is much different because of the sacrifice of Christ. We are consecrated uh, through his blood. So we're not having to do all those things. Um, things that they had to do in the Old Testament? It's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> Feel good? <laughs> We've got the giggles here. It's been several days inside the house. And it's time, I think there's a gas leak. It's starting to get to everybody here. Um, verse 9, Deb says, Joshua wanted the people to hear the words of the Lord. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it wasn't Joshua. That stands out to me, too, because it wasn't Joshua just saying, hey, listen to what I have to say. No, he's relaying what, on what the Lord has said. So uh, that's a good that's a good point. Um, see anything else in there, Kel? Um, well, in verse fifteen or sixteen, the oh the yeah, yeah. Of the I want to take this one. This is my favorite part of this story. <laughs> um, it says it talks about the river stopping in Adam, and I've done this study before. And essentially, it's um, yeah, Marcia, it would be a, pretty incredible to see. 
Yeah, Rick. So I, I'm going to come back to those in a minute because I want to. So I want to just say something about that, Adam. So where the water stopped actually and it became dry was about 20 miles upstream from where the children of Israel were actually standing. So you hear here it is that they're asked to go stand in the water, right? That they're being told, hey, you see this river that's overflowing its banks in the time of the harvest. Right now, if you look at the picture of the Jordan where they crossed now, it doesn't look that intimidating. But the problem is it's been dammed up. So now it's much smaller of a river than it was in biblical times. So we're talking a significant, um, I've heard somewhere even maybe a mile wide uh, where they may have crossed. So you imagine standing there on its banks with your elderly, with your babies, with your animals, your livestock, all that, all your household goods and looking across there and saying, oh my goodness, how on earth are we going to cross this river? And to hear then where God stops the river is 20 miles upstream. Like to me, that's just incredible. And, and the application I think is, what is, what is God doing uh, right now in, in this coronavirus outbreak or whatever difficulty it is you have going on in your life? You know what? He's working upstream. He, he's not like reacting to the situation. He's already been there, done that, knows what's happening. He's working, he's working upstream. Um, and yeah, Rick and Darlene, the waters didn't begin to, to part until their feet touched the waters. That's a great point. And think about that. You had to go stand in this r- r- rushing river. You know, and there's this tremendous amount of faith of, all right, Lord, I'm not seeing it yet. I'm not seeing the dry ground, but you told me to go stand in there. So I guess I'm going to go stand in there. Um, and Marsha, you're right to see the water stop up on a rushing river like that. Absolutely incredible um, uh, time. So, and it did. Charlene points out that it required incredible faith. And that's absolutely true. That would, incre- uh, uh, would take incredible faith. So we got anything else? Uh, well, verse 17, everyone crossed over on dry ground. So in the end. Yeah. Yeah. In the end, here here it is, people being obedient to God, doing what he said, not seeing what he's promising. Like all they're seeing is a rushing river. But in the end, you know what? You follow the God. You, you, you do what he asks you to do. And here you are. You're walking across on dry ground. Because why? God was working 20 miles upstream this whole time. Um, pretty incredible incredible story there so boys you have anything else any other thing you've noticed or you just happy to be out of the picture happy to be out of the picture fair enough fair enough i feel like i should turn the computer (laughs) and there they go yeah yeah (laughs) well guys um not seeing any more interaction on here uh, we can wrap up tonight's devotion Uh, i want to remind you sunday night we're not doing devotion but we are. I'm pretty excited about this. So tomorrow morning for our sermon time, um, we're going to be posting right at 1045. Uh, so we're going to be posting the sermon and, and a couple songs of worship right at 1045. And we want everybody to join in at the same time. Uh, we can't gather physically, but we can gather in spirit. And that's what we're going to do at 1045 tomorrow. I'm getting up nice and early here in Alaska. Um, we're, we're, we're doing that so you can do just what we're doing right now. So we can interact, you can ask questions, you can make comments or whatever underneath, uh, where the sermon stream is coming from. And I'm going to be here with you as well, uh, talking to you at 1045 tomorrow morning. So, uh, plan on doing that. If you don't mind, it'd be great to interact with you then. So, uh, I'm not, I'm not, like I said, I'm not seeing any more interaction here with this text. If you're just tuning in, uh, read Joshua chapter three. Maybe make some notes as far as what you're seeing uh, the Lord is saying here. You can actually go back and watch this whole thing, though, and, and read some of the comments and other 
things that folks notice. But guys, it's been great. Uh, I'm enjoying this every night, getting able to talk with all of you and, and spend some time with you, even if it is electronically and not in person. Uh, we'll be giving you some updates as we know them as far as you know when we'll be meeting back together again and when the Krause family is going to make the voyage down to Ohio. Uh, right now, pretty tough with the Canadian border being closed, but uh, um, we are trying to make some plans to get a, a uh, well, like a storage unit kind of dropped off at our property so we could fill that up and then the truckers will drive our stuff down. So we are working on it. Hope to be there with you guys soon. Uh, looking forward to it. So take care and God bless. See you tomorrow. Bye.